So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! So, welcome, welcome to another episode of this lovely little podcast we've got going on here. Now, we've just had the, the noob mega mix. So I'm going to go to you, Matty, as our resident noob. I've got a question for you. So, what is it? A Red Dwarf podcast. He's absolutely correct. He's learning, isn't he, guys? He is getting there. He's getting there. So, we're here to talk about Crity TV, episode five of series eight. Hmm, interesting one, this. Um, who shall I go to first? Dan, um... Bottom line or top line. I don't know which line you want. How did you feel about this one? I did not feel good. Oh, uh, uh, to be honest, I expected that because I felt a little bit disappointed here. We may get to theme of the week quite quickly. Matt, what did you think? Yeah, I don't think it was um, up there with uh, the top ones. It wasn't I, your favourite one, is that what no, you're saying? No, no. I know, yes. <laughs> that, that, that saying has come back. Uh, I think if... If we compare it with a season seven episode, we probably would actually think it's not bad. But compared to um, what we've just seen in series eight, it's not been so, not as good as what we have seen so no, far. We've been really positive about series eight so far. And um, my memory was that they didn't all quite make the grade. And this one certainly didn't for me today. Matty, what about you? Honestly, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> just get that out of the way straight away, shall we? <laughs> It's, no, this one, this one wasn't the best by far. I agree with Matt that if it was in season seven, then it would have probably been one of the better ones. But with the standard that they've set so far in the season, it was just below par. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, let, let's go there straight away because I think it's quite important. The uh, theme of the week, uh, the, all the voyeuristic stuff, and the going into the women's showers, uh, even with four middle-aged, middle-aged. I, 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 yeah, you, you, you're an honorary old bastard. Early middle age. Um, Early middle age. Yeah. 32, um, thank Even you. with our demographic, I, I think this felt, well, it felt uncomfortable to me. Very uncomfortable. And I think it took away from a lot of the humour that may have been there, and maybe the, there were some jokes that would have landed better had that stuff not been going on, perhaps. Absolutely. I think with what we know now, it makes it much worse, um, I have to say. and, and I, What I, do we know now? With the whole sort of Me Too and people being exploited, and I just I found myself cringing while watching it, and it's not it's not an emotion I want when I'm watching a program that I do love very much. Yeah, yeah, Dan, give us your pearls on this one. Well, morally speaking, and I'm speaking morally now, um, <laughs> which was actually one of my favourite lines, just because the way he did it. Um, no, completely. I mean, I did like the lines when they're talking yeah. about soaping themselves and. Bodies. <laughs> the word "sudding" is good. It's a verb now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't age well, did it? And actually, it was at the pure old sort of prepubescent sick form end of 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 funny anyway. So, yeah. Um, look, I mean, back when it was first on, I probably would have laughed a bit more. But um, yeah, it, as, as Matt says, it, it's not really what you want to watch in 2022. Yeah, I think. I'm trying to think back, as we have done with all these episodes, how, how um, we reacted when we first watched them. Like, I don't remember worrying about the topic as I have felt this time. But, yeah, I mean, do we need to say much more about that? And should we look at some of the 
more positive sides of the comedy and maybe some of the stuff that didn't work. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Beyond, so. beyond the, uh, yes. the theme that, you know, is sort of obvious. It's the, the elephant the, in the shower. Yeah, the elephant has been acknowledged. Now we can move on. Yeah, good. <laughs> the elephant in the shower. The elephant in the shower. <laughs> the elephant's been soaked down. Sorry, sorry. If they shot it with elephants, this scene would have been great. <laughs> would have completely changed the whole dynamic. It would have been so much more enjoyable. <laughs> it was, was a theme, theme of, of the week. week. A theme, theme of the week. Yeah. Okay, well, let, let's get, let's go, let's, let's flip over to positive. Let's have a positive moment from each of us. Uh, let's start with uh, Matty. Matt, can you stop? I can't say that. Now. I'm not oh dear. Well, mine would be if I go like this. I'm only half lovely. <laughs> I'm, we'll come back to that scene. <laughs> Dan, the post arrived. <laughs> I loved yeah, it. Classic. I absolutely uh, loved yeah, that. Stupid line. joke. Absolutely. Stupid joke. It was a, and this was the thing because it was a really strong start. I thought I really liked that, and it's like, oh, I'm loving the two, peaked. I'm loving those two handers at the, at the start between Lister and Rimmer. Yeah, it's like kind of harping back to some of the halcyon days of series yeah. two and three. But it's I, I, I and at the start, you're right. At the start, I thought oh, this is going to be great. Sorry, I interrupted. Carry on. Well, I think his post remark was his comment, so we can move on. That's fine, and it's worth talking. I mean, that, that those two hands, we like them. I think structurally for this episode, it sort of like it felt like, oh, we better do a two hander when actually it almost needed to get on with the the Crity TV stuff. Maybe if, no. if we wanted the Crity TV stuff. Although, obviously, plot wise, it did come back into the show. Um, Matt, did you have a one for us? I did. How's this, Listy? <laughs> A little wine, a little laughter, then it's back to his place for coffee and a game of chess. Before you know it, she's sandwiched between two bishops and a queen's exposed to an attack from the rear. Damn it. I mean, a very rare occurrence of that's what I was going to use. That was my Sorry. favourite line from the, from the show, I think. Um, OK, then. I'll just have to stick with sudding then and move on. Sudding. <laughs> I thought we were trying to move on from sudding. You can't keep coming back to it, honestly. That's true. But, I mean, it's a good word. It's a good description still. Did this date the Australian uh, soap star as wooden as the Australian soap star? Is that dated? Or is it still relevant to us? Well, as we record, they are um, the, the build-up to the last ever episode of Neighbours is, uh, is is happening in the media around yeah. us. So, is that a thing? Yeah. It, uh, it, it's probably about right. It very much was a thing, Matty. Very much and, and, of course, you're the yeah. same age as us, but, you know... <laughs> I'm too young. I'm not too young. No, I remember Neighbours. I just didn't know it was ending. I never got. I oh, never. Really? Under, yeah, I never understood why Spoiler. Australian soap was big in the UK. It's like if the, if like the US or Australia started watching EastEnders. What is escapism? They do. They do. What, do, they? do you not watch it's, American shows? It's shown in America. Wait, they show EastEnders they in America, it, and I know someone American who watches it. It's no, about, it's about two or three months behind. Oh, those poor, poor people. Anyone from America? We are. We are. We're very sorry. I don't watch it anymore. Uh, I don't think anyone does. But Australian soaps are escapist, aren't they? Yes. Ours I suppose are, so, yeah. Ours are bleak realism with multiple deaths at Christmas every yeah. year. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's get off. Um, <laughs> I know I brought up the Australian soap stars, but let's go back. So something else I did like. I did really like the scene where Lister was um, ruining the apartment for, for the date. 
Yeah. And the yes. cutting of the pubes on the soap. I mean, <laughs> that's a good moment. See, that's a sixth form joke. I can get behind. I'm happy with sixth form jokes. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> that was very good. And the Kumbaya I mean, CD. <laughs> Christian rock, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there, wasn't there? The biscuits and the, and the Morris, Morris dancers, dancers and yes. the, the statue. But the fact is that it was digestive biscuit crumbs, mm. not just biscuit crumbs. It was, you know, but then they just, crumbs. but then in two minutes later, they were just taking it all away again. <laughs> so, Matty, yes, as our resident noob, did you get the reference? Who was he trying that, that he was trying to be someone that at that point in popular culture we would have recognized? Oh, no, I didn't Crity. know that. I didn't know that was a reference to anything. Crichty at the end with his beard, Jeremy Beadle. Oh. Yeah, I remember Jeremy Beadle was a thing. thing like that, a pranky thing, didn't I? I didn't know that was... Beadle's about. Game for a Laugh was uh, the first one, I believe. And he used to to prank people. My mum refused to let us watch. Oh, good for them. Matthew Kelly. Sarah Kennedy. Sarah Kennedy and... and, um, Henry Kelly. And Henry Kelly as well. All the Kellys. What what was that show that Henry Kelly did? Going Going for Gold. I loved Going for Gold. I loved going for gold, going for going for gold. Now let's welcome your host, Henry Kelly. The, the youngest I can go back is Noel's house party. That's all I can remember. Yeah, well, had pranks a- on that were much like the pranks on Beadle. Oh, okay, cool. You know, so um, I, I like that reference. That was I enjoyed quite the reference. I enjoyed yeah. the reference, and, and it, it took me back. It, we, we've talked many times about things dating it. Uh, and that did, but it was a fu- it was a fun memory. Not particularly because I think I probably prefer Jeremy Beadle um, in history than at the time. I don't believe I watched it particularly at the time, um, but I got the reference, and I just, I just wondered. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously Jeremy Beadle was the first one to do "You've Been Framed." He was, oh. yeah, yeah, and, and they used to present it like on a sofa. Oh, I think I That's remember right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I do remember that. And it was him, and then there was the lady from Emmerdale. What was she called? Uh, Lisa Riley. Lisa Riley. My stepbrother used to go to school with Robin Windsor. Really? Yeah. And uh, we used to all mock him because he was into ballroom dancing. And, um, well, he got the last laugh there, didn't he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly there's not much to talk about with this episode. Come on, someone else uh, bring (laughs) something There is. There is. I do actually have a memory memory moment. I didn't think I did, but I do. Oh, I'm Um, trying so hard not to. But I'm going to have to ask Matty... Do you know what Reader's Digest is? I wondered this question too. I too for Matty. That was the other. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Was it like Netflix for books? We had lots of Reader's Digest collections. We didn't. I know. I knew. I know. We had the, uh, the the large dictionary. Did you two volumes? Am I correct in thinking that the actual magazine was it was about that size, about a five a yeah, a five so. size, wasn't it? So. And it was quite thick. And it was all competitions and like kind of, you know, you remember the episode with the kind of the, was it um, Estonian wines? It was, it was all kind of like, oh, okay. like that kind of stuff. It was a little rubbish, but you could also buy things. You could buy books in abridged form from Regis Digest. Oh, okay. Digest. And, yeah. and, you know, and bath chairs and kind of like, you know, selections of towels in really gaudy colours and that sort of stuff. But you'd, okay. get, you'd get junk mail from all the time. It's totally. basically the end product of this result. Yes. But, I, but, okay. but we were all given a copy when I went to Cubs. And and this is like... <laughs> it's really not the demographic. No, no, it was when I was about 10. And you basically had to fold over each page. And so it made like a cone and then they were spray painted silver and then they had wings attached and a head and made into angels for Christmas. And it was the most rubbish. 
and it was the most rubbish thing that I um I remember taking this home. Uh, weren't, weren't they from the people that painted with their feet? No, you used to get those for the. Yes, I do remember those. Oh, lost me now. Yeah. We really well, aren't talking at, about that. At, at Christmas, you always used to get... No, it um, wasn't at Christmas, it was about October. Yeah, you'd get, you'd get, get tags and an cards. envelope. Uh, and you'd get them free. So you'd get cards and tags and the little angels you were made into a cone. And they'd often come from people who were, who painted with their feet because they didn't have hands. <laughs> and if, you know, like... Are we going back to Jeremy Beadle? And if, you, and if you chose, you could donate... What the hell? <laughs> there's, some, there's something I can say that's almost guaranteed to get cut. The Red Wolf Podcast. So, um, goodness knows where we'll be in the edit by this point. So we've had a long conversation about different things. But two minutes worth of material. All, all I can say is we need to go back to soaping themselves. With <laughs> <laughs> you keep coming back there. That's my only note. <laughs> you just did you get trapped in a time vortex when 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 they were talking about that? Yeah, frozen in time. Yeah. Well, did you not spend lots of time wondering whether you'd want a holiday Mauritius, uh, a soft top sports car, and a fabulous set of matching egg cups? <laughs> but that data is a soft top sports car. You don't really hear people talk about soft top cars anymore either, do you? Really? Maybe you just no. talk to the wrong people. Oh, shut up. <laughs> soft tops isn't really a thing anymore. Thank you, Matty. That was my point. No, exactly, no I, I agree with you there. I'll back you on that. No, convertibles isn't really much of a thing now. Yeah, yeah they are. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> let's, let's go back to what that you wasn't chose. Even when we get there next week, that was just <laughs> come on, Matty. I want to go back to what you chose as one of your best bit because that scene I thought was a bit rubbish with his put my glass eye in the bucket. Did that work for you, or was it just that one line? It was just that one line. The scene mm. itself wasn't great, but, no. yeah, it was that, probably the one line that got a giggle out of me. It felt, yeah, I mean, the scene itself felt very filler to me, and although it did have a slight payoff in the story for the date business, it was a... How oh. how camp was the, was the prison officer fla- uh, flouncing down the stairs? As, as camp as he was in the last episode. I didn't... I, okay. He didn't register on the camp list, the campometer. Well, you're gay, Do you need to reach your gay <laughs> I've invented a new thing. It's, the it's camp-o-meter. a campometer. Pink are made out of feathers. Um, um, yeah, so I was like, yes, I don't think I remember him being that camp when we watched it. Oh, I, I noticed it last time, but maybe because it's a, a sort of like in hindsight thing, I don't know. He had less to do in the last episode because Hollister was there and so was the other guys. Well. Oh, yeah, no Hollister. No Hollister. No, oh, yeah. Maybe he's gone back to being Donut Dennis, whatever his name was. <laughs> Dennis the Donut Boy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now, our episode here, as we talk about it, is about as well-structured as Crytee TV was. <laughs> well, I will say as well, one character I really like is the character that um, Jake Wood plays. Kill Crazy. Kill Crazy, yeah. I really like that character. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah, he's a fun little addition, isn't he's he? He's a really fun little addition. He had as many lines as Cat this week. Yeah, I was well, say. I was about to move on to Chris and Cat. Uh, I mean, Cat. I mean, yes. who's Cat? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't really in it. No, not so much. I mean, you know, I I made a note. He's he's gone back to being one dimensional, and we've all said, uh, apart from in the Mega Mix, 
um, that that we've had, some, we've really enjoyed some of Cat when when he's been allowed to be Cat. But when he just goes back to being an ornament that dances and makes funny noises, then none of us are really enjoying it. And I thought well, that was if he's dancing, the, at least it's the Cat thing. Now he's just given a couple of lines, isn't he? Really, and, and they're not always good lines. And when I say they're not always good lines, they're often bad lines. I don't I, think I wrote anything down. No, I, I, I was actually just about to say, I'm yeah. sure struggling to find anything that I've got in my notes that refers to Cat directly. Um, but then it's the same with uh, Chris again. Now, I've, I have mentioned this in a couple of episodes already this, this season, this series. She didn't have much to do. She was a plot device. She was, but, you her, know. Her and the suds. Yeah. Yeah. Christine Kachansky, wet and soapy. <laughs> oh, but uh, did you know... That, Chloe Annette, was actually very ill during the filming of this episode. She had a kidney infection um, during the recording, um, and she was actually supposed to do quite a bit more in the episode, but um, she had to leave due to being really quite ill. They could have put someone in a hat, surely. Sure, it was. (laughs) Maybe it was caused by the nickel hydrate breath. You should have worn a hat in the shower. People do wear hats in showers. You know, they have those, like, shower cap things so their, their hair doesn't get wet. Is that a fact? If you've been to the, if you've been to the, you know, the, the the salon in the 1950s and you've had a set, I did not go to the salon in the 1950s. But carry on with your anecdote. But you have had a set, and Dan, it looks fabulous. <laughs> nice purple rinse. <laughs> um, but I, actually, I have written down some from the cat. It was a bird tray head. He said that he cool. called Crichton. <laughs> I missed it. That he was called almost... Crichton bird tray head. Oh, that's. I'm, I'm it was say, reaching. Were we to go back through eight series and rate all the different such and such heads, I'm going to say it now. That's the worst. Well, that's our poll at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's that's not registering that highly, is it? Really, it wasn't a good one. It wasn't a good one. What about sudding themselves? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, guys, I, I am struggling here a little bit. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up about this episode? My dinner. Anything um, you'd like to self-raise, you could say. Oh, I've got, a, I've got a in in story problem. Well, just it may not be that much of a problem in the Beatles about bit or the the bit where something's going on. They're chasing him. Who's filming Crichton? Who's filming? This is a good point. I was thinking this. Must be... I mean, is it a little drone? Is it one of the canaries? Do you know what? I didn't think that. Yeah, I was that bored. Because <laughs> when you think about it, like we see all of this and there isn't a fifth person in the crew. Well, there wasn't. Now there is, but there wasn't. No. I mean, I, I feel as though I've been a bit harsh. There, there were some lines in this. I think it was brought down by the theme. Um, and uh, I, I think the 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 uh, the trashing of the uh, the quarters was actually quite a funny moment. It was. Um, it was. There, were some, there were some good gags. There were some weak gags but there were some good gags they were trying they threw a lot into it in terms of set up punchline set up punchline they did do a lot of that I, it just wasn't some of their it best was a bit messy one again, of the, some of the best work and it was ultimately the the, the theme the theme it made you couldn't avoid the theme very much the idea that they reprogrammed Crichton for various nefarious ends had some merit and in the end if he'd just done if he'd just been pranking people might have been i don't know if you could have sustained an episode off it um but if instead of doing the, the the shower stuff or if he'd done it and then they decided that no we're not going to do that we'll do something different and very quickly moved on but it was such a key i, th- I thought you were going to get upset because they injected Crichton again i thought it i thought i'm not going to bring it up again i've made my point <laughs> 
I think it's worth making again, Dan. It's such an important point. It's worth making twice. <laughs> okay, another another in-story problem. Have you got something else that you want to bring to the forum? No. <laughs> I want to know what your in-story problem is. Well, just uh, sort of like, they're, they're stuck in the, the ship. I suppose, uh, here, go through the vents to get to someone's quarters <laughs> on the ship. They can just get out. And not just like... Another prisoner's quarters, like the officer, the Ackerman, officer Ackerman's yeah. quarters. It's like, well, then if you can do that, why can't you get out? I mean, there's nowhere to go when you get out, I suppose. That, that's the thing. But Starbuck or yeah. um, Blue Midget. Thank you. Um, one of them. And they could have, you know. I know we've got to look over this a little bit for the uh, the uh, comedy effect. But uh, as there wasn't much comedy to take effect, then it's sort of like. They they couldn't escape. Because that would, have, that would have jeopardised their appeal. <laughs> I did like the appeal joke. I thought the appeal They're joke. Was good. Yeah, appeal that joke. was good. Yeah, yeah, there was merit there. There was <laughs> the ending. The ending. The ultimate ending was was more satisfying than most of the rest of the episode. It, However, it I did. It had good payoff. Actually, I did like Holly's um, little bit. Remind us. Remind us to... with a shake of your paper and then a quote. <laughs> That's why I paused while I was moving it. The amount of notes you've written down, actually, for this episode is rather impressive. Oh, I, love. Yeah. I always do. I always do, because I watched it on Sunday, and I can't remember most of it. I was reading some of it and thinking, I can't remember that scene. This is all. Um, I honestly forgot my notes tonight and nearly didn't bother to go and get them. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, uh, you've, you've got to deal with your grief, man. A breakup is very much like a bereavement, usually followed by a cremation and some sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's also, the, there's times like this, I'm glad I'm just ahead. Yes, I enjoyed that. Also, also, can we go, who the hell just has onion sandwiches? Sounds nice. Since when has that been a thing? Well, people have cucumber sandwiches. I don't think it's meant onion? to be. It's not meant to be a thing, is it? That's the no, point. But it, then just put onions out. Why do you have to put them in a sandwich? How would just putting onions in a sandwich make them smellier? I think that would, no, it doesn't make them smellier. Just it's the kind of person that eats an onion sandwich. Yeah. Also likes Boris dancing. Uh, and, and has a, a chimp on a loo poster. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's interesting that, you know, of all the things they could have chosen, nothing necessarily it fits the motif. It's just, do you know what it was? It was <laughs> <What>? random. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That was a it was a good moment. That scene, I like that scene. It wasn't all bad. Just a lot of it was. It just didn't all hang together. No, I think possibly, I and think beca- because it was dampened already by. We've talked about the theme. I was really sort of thinking. If I go tonight and they all think, oh, yeah, wasn't it brilliant? And I was, there's me kind of going, well, you know. But so you did actually make um, you did make it easy for me because I didn't, I mean, I didn't I, think it was that I mean, great. But there were some good bits. Yeah, as we've said, it's dated. I want, I, I'm wondering how funny this would have been before we cared about women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, all right, I'm going to engage with that just for no, a you moment. You know what I mean. I'm... Um, I'm uh, I think before we, uh, I think if we just taken it at face value and the way that it was intended, because, you know, the reality was it was all intended to be funny. Grant Naylor wasn't making any attempt at, uh, at making it, at making sexist jokes. He just made, wrote those jokes. They weren't very good. And, uh, and, and the, it's not like there were lots of sexist jokes. It's just the, the premise. That was, that was the issue. It was guys wanting to get an eyeful of women. But, that, but even in the episode, they all know it's wrong. Well, Rimmer and Lister do. Cat mm. seems totally okay with it. Uh, yes, actually, he did. I mean, that, that yeah. was... Uh, they sort of did half address it with Chris giving him that. You could have just asked me. 
Now, not ever. I mean, I don't know. Did she actually mean that, or was she saying that to wind him up? But I just, I think uh, that was she was saying it for the punchline. I think, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think it gives it gives her back the power to be able to do that. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, you know. The, but there was a moment where I think they that spoke to the relationship that they they perhaps had. Clearly, don't after this. Um, but um, this continually know, retconned relationship. Well, yeah, and they and and perhaps that's what they were doing there again. Um, I think that. Um, you know they are still as much as they're they we've now got a supporting cast they are still there who they've got you know we are these five and whole are who it's all about and they are still other from the rest of the crew even though they're now in the prison with the rest of the canaries they're on red dwarf with the hundreds of other people but they are still it's still about them so you, maybe there's a mm, do you think that red dwarf would um that the crew of Red Dwarf would would waste the talent of Kachansky by leaving him in prison I'd think they'd let her off don't you yeah, I, I mean, think who I, are all those women in there anyway? Who are all these women I know. in prison on Red Dwarf? What exactly have they what? done? There seems to be one. Well, women, I can't do remember. Break the law. Yes, I know, but I'm, I'm trying to think back to the first episode of the series when they said they had all these people in the tank. Were they transporting people, or are they just people that have broken the law on Red Dwarf? No, they were transporting people. Where's uh, Nigel? <laughs> he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's in. Maybe he's in the chokey. Who knows? He was working the bloody film. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. He's who do. He Where was are the prison the guards? Were they playing all this yeah, stuff? Was, yes, I was thinking that. I mean, but then, 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 then again, there were bits about that scene that I did like. They, I mean, they dropped the post off. Prison guards are there. Yeah, but not on film night. Yeah, they were there though. When they were watching it, you could see them just in the background. The just prison standing. guards were watching Shower Night and Cry to TV. Yeah, this is the thing. If you watch that scene, they're just standing in the back, just like, on a guard stance. They, they proved they were corrupt. They knew what was going on. The guy come, the prison guard comes in to give to give Crichton stuff because he's intimidated by him because now he's Mr. Big. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Painted gold. <laughs> Painted <Yeah>. gold. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when they got back to Red Dwarf, I know this doesn't all connect up, but they got back to Red Dwarf, they were going to reset his programming, and then they didn't. Or was that in the... In the um, he broke it, didn't he? He broke that. He broke it, but now he's Mr. Big in prison. <laughs> so, like, but then they restored him again. But they restored him to his broken set yeah. rather than his original pro. They clearly, at some point, they've worked out that changing the way that Crichton behaves is something that they can they can use as a plot device every now and again, either as part of an episode or as a, or as a, or as a whole thing. Um, they've had some successes and they've had some miss. I would not be recommissioning a second series of Crichton TV. No, no, especially I'm much. Much rather watch that UFOB movie. Which, oh, which Attack of the Giant not. Savage, Completely Invisible Aliens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there were some vampire bikini girls in there as well. Yes. That was a reference to, they've, mm. they've talked about that in the past. Yeah, series 6. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Vampire bikini girls. Legion. <laughs> um, but then don't forget also, next week is the George Formby season. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. I was, I George was go- Formby? George Formby. Um, I mean, I'm, now my, my dad's listening to this, I uh, presume. Um, before you say, does, mm. Matthew, do you know who George Formby is? Is that the guy with the grills? <laughs> yeah. Oh my well God, done. I totally knew you were going to say that. Well done. That's George, F- that's George Foreman. He's American. Okay. Jo- George Formby. I was thinking when they were trying to do an impression, I was like, I'm sure that's not what he sounds like. He no, cleans uh, windows, he yes. leans on lampposts, that kind of thing. You know, no, I don't he, plays, know. he plays one of those things Banjo-lilies. that's the one when i'm cleaning windows oh, I don't know, yes. when I'm cleaning windows okay. a ukulele 
crossed with a banjo. Well, ukulele is... Don't use the wrong yeah. terminology. He'll swear. Yeah, we better not go too deep into this. I'll have to scratch the eyes out, out for less. Complaints. How mm. deep could you... From your dad. How, uh, deep? how deep can we go? No. Well, have you had <gasps> to sit around... <laughs> Not during this episode. It's not the time. Yeah. Let's try and stay focused, people. Like the rest I mean, of this to be show. fair, Dad might be asleep at this point in the episode. <laughs> like the rest of the viewers are, no, won't say. To, to be you, fair, you've your mum might tell him. You've cut out so much of the rambling. I reckon this is minute four. He's still in it. <laughs> <laughs> now, just for our other listeners, my dad plays the banjolele. You may have picked up on this theme. He, he is very proficient and he um, goes around performing. And um, he does rather well. And if he'd like to chuck us a few quid, he could sponsor the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dennis, Bombs. pony up. Bless. Turned out nice again, hasn't it? So what I was going to ask you, Matty, I don't know why I'm going to ask you, uh, ask all of us, the joke of, at the beginning, I like this, sometimes it's hard to be a woman, but painting the nails, <laughs> why was he painting <laughs> his whole foot? Is that funny yes. or is that yes, not that's funny? Not, that, I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't even know that bit was a joke. I thought I was expecting him to be using like WD forty or something yeah. like that. That's what I was expecting. But no, it was just painting his whole foot. I think there's so many other things. Why is he painting his whole foot? Yeah, because he's not a proper woman yet. He uh, he hasn't he hasn't learned the fine motor skills. Hey, hey twenty twenty two. Do we know what a proper woman? Now, is? hang on, hang Edit. on. We can tell because they have their leg is painted red. Just actually has does have a semblance of a foot. So why wouldn't they have just painted where his like toenails should be? Why? Why yeah. the whole? Fo- I remember thinking, "This is." Uh, do I need to make a jingle for overthinking of the week? Sort of overuse of nail varnish right. that ran out of that because it's red dwarf, yeah. uh, red foot. Okay, now now. Uh, Apologies to us, apologies to our listeners. This has been a little bit of a roundabout episode. I think we've struggled to get our head around this a little bit, possibly. Um, have we got anything else to add, a positive to finish off with? Because I feel as though we probably should finish off. Do you, fellas, do you think so? I think we maybe should finish, but I do have one more. Good, well, that's what I want. I want one more. Let's go to you. <laughs> um, I won't do it. I'm a, I'm a woman and proud of it. I'll be with my fellow sisters doing it for themselves (laughs) worked better than the he ain't heavy he's my brother line oh yeah which matty hated Mm. yeah matty you hated that did you like this one sisters are doing it for themselves oh that's what it was from Mm. yeah (laughs) i didn't get it (laughs) no no i I didn't know it's supposed to be a joke (laughs) and i do like it it. yeah i thought it was very dry (laughs) (laughs) not wet and soapy with suds honestly i didn't get it at this point this episode might not even get released right now i've got a note here saying tim it's so unfair yes it's so unfair i I wrote down matt question mark how much is he gonna love that no i just thought oh my god it's crying having a having a winch but it was for you loved it right it was it was for good reasons it wasn't the you know so that's my finish off it's so unfair go on do it matty i can't do it you're it's so unfair that's the one so that's mine dan i thought the flowers joke was good. oh yeah yeah i thought the flowers joke was good um but uh again one of my lovely little aside um rimmer and lister have been wrestling whether they're leaving or not and uh and and then they decide um they're probably not going to leave quite immediately yet and um rimmer said chalk ice Yes. Oh, bitch, so obvious. It was that one of those. Yeah. It had to happen, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. It was. But again, 
I mean, it's almost like, I mean, this, this episode had the full runtime, and yet it doesn't feel like anybody really had a tremendous amount to do. Um, and yet, when you give Chris Barry anything to do, he has a tendency to nail it. So, um, yes, he could turn around and say chalk ice with that look on his face, and I giggled. So, Matty, um, did we ask you, have you got anything left to um, And do you like chalk ice? Anything at all. Oh, chalk ices were so... Oh, I want an ice cream. We got chalk ices in the freezer. Like, that was always the unknown. No, chalk ices are not the one. Oh, my God. That's this 1970s conversation that I would have had with my with my parents. But, yes. Chalk yeah, ices existed and yes, still do. I love chalk ices. Still a thing. Um, mm. My other favourite bit of this was the closing credits. Yeah, well done. <laughs> oh, what's your favourite bit of school? Playtime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What else do you want me to say? This episode was rubbish. They referenced the on. So you said everything you need to, to be said, then, didn't you? I think everything that's <laughs> <laughs> this has been I a do little bit too self-indulgent. How did that, not, did that make, not make it into the Mega Mix? Why was that not the Mega Mix? Because it was literally just the first four episodes you, you, of I our think, podcast. I that was the should... first four episodes. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that made it extra was I can't say it. Holy moly. Everything else was from the first four episodes. I think you should have just faded the end of it out with, I think everything's been said that needed to be said. Well, I think everything that needs to be said has already been said. Good, good. Well, I, I, so um, so apologies to the few subscribers we have left. Um, please come back soon, next week maybe. You've probably all noticed, well, hopefully those the regular listeners have noticed that we all sound a bit different. Oh, because it's nice, isn't it? Yes. Well, let's hope so. Do you think that's kind of put us off a little bit with the, with the, maybe, the, the maybe. new technology? We've all got we, we um our, our audio quality has not always been the best. So we so Matty has invested. Matty has invested in <laughs> some new kit, and uh, so the mega mixes will be even better. And next uh, time. so we've all got a mic. So we're all it's all like sort of a bit astounded. I think. Yes. I don't know if it's changed things or not, or, or whether it's just this episode. Well, yeah. let's let's record with all this kit w- with a good episode and see what happens. Let's go back to series three. <laughs> Let's start again. <laughs> what, that was my plan when we finished. <laughs> <laughs> Don't re-listen. See what you think again. I mean, yeah, we'd, we'd have a very different perspective on things now. Okay, we're going to say goodbye. So um, it is Cheerio from me. Um, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> it's Cheerio from me, Matthew. Suds boy. It's Cheerio from me, Matt. It's Cheerio from me, Matty. And it's Cheerio from me, Dan. Cheerio, everyone. Bye. Bye. Morally speaking, using a hidden camera in the women's showers, taking shots of them, sudding themselves with mounds of foam without their permission. Morally speaking, I'm speaking morally here. I'm all in favour.